The New York Magazine came out with its annual gift guide for 2022, and this is what they wrote. Gift-giving season has officially arrived, and here at The Strategist, we pride ourselves on having a spot-on holiday gift idea for every person on your list. That's because our team of obsessive shoppers has been doing the legwork, aka writing and thinking about presents all year long. We've combed through our archives to come up with the beloved products we've written about before, as well as going directly to the source and asking grandparents, teenage girls, and many more types of recipients for the recommendations. The result is this guide of 87 expert-backed opinions, many of which we've tested ourselves, and even some new items that are just too special to miss. So whether you're looking for something for your never-satisfied nephew, your world-traveling best friend who's also a hiker, your new coworker, or your child's kindergarten teacher, we've got you covered. You know, I found it interesting that with all that research and reaching out to toy trend experts, on their list, one of the top toys for 2022 is an inflatable T-Rex from Jurassic World that they said kids will be begging for this holiday season. I guess I have odd kids because my kids certainly aren't clamoring for an inflatable T-Rex. And then for them, one of the top tech guides for 2022 was a robot vacuum that adapts to carpets and hard surfaces automatically. I'm not sure if they've tested the market here in the Philippines, but a robot vacuum is certainly not a top tech gift that I know of. Why pay for a $200 or 10,000 peso vacuum that a $5 or 250 peso broom from Baguio can do with more efficiency? Anyway, Christmas is when everyone is looking for the perfect gift. But there's only one perfect gift, and it was given 2,000 years ago at the first Christmas, the gift of Jesus Christ, our Savior. In fact, even before Jesus came to earth at the Incarnation, the divinely inspired prophets of the Old Testament, like the prophet Isaiah, 700 years before the first Christmas, were telling everyone about this perfect gift for all people that was coming. How is it that Jesus Christ is the perfect gift from God? The prophet Isaiah tells us. If you have your Bibles, please turn with me to Isaiah chapter 9 as we study verse 6. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. Now, as you're turning to this verse, we find out in verse 1 of this chapter that gloom, despondency, and hopelessness had settled over the land of Israel for a wide variety of reasons, including foreign invaders and occupiers and spiritual apostasy and apathy. But verse 2 tells us that in these dark times, the people will see a great light that pierces the darkness. In fact, Isaiah describes it like this, that those who dwelt in the land of the shadow of death, upon them a light has shined. Of course, this great light is the coming of the Messiah, the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ. And when He comes, joy will permeate the depressed lands because the perfect gift of Jesus Christ will be given to the world. And then we get to verse 6, which describes just what a perfect gift Jesus Christ is to the world looking for the perfect gift, suitable for all people. I read now Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. In this verse, 
there are four things that speak to the characteristics of Jesus, the Christ child, that makes Jesus the perfect gift for what a hopeless world is looking for. But before we look in detail at these four characteristics, let's briefly look at the first part of this verse as it establishes an important theological truth. The first part of this verse tells us that Jesus Christ is both human, a child, and also divine, or God Himself, noted in the word Son. When we say that Jesus Christ is a Son of God, it means He's of the same essence. Jesus is God Himself. This is important to remember because it's the perfect gift for the world. Jesus is unique. He's the unique God-man. There's no other like Him in all of human history. There is no person who is 100% divine and 100% human. That's why only Jesus could be the Savior of the world, because God cannot die, and a normal human being cannot atone for all the sins of the human race. Only a God-man Savior can die for the sins of mankind of all the ages. And this unique role was manifested in the person of the Christ child, Jesus Christ. I now read again the second part of this verse. And His name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. The first characteristic of the Christ child that makes Him the perfect gift for all people of all ages is that Jesus is the Wonderful Counselor. The Wonderful Counselor, or literally, wonder of a counselor. You know, this little word wonderful has been overused these days. We speak of a wonderful time, a wonderful person, a wonderful book, and apply the word to a thousand things entirely unworthy of it. But this word finds its rightful place as set forth in God's word when the prophet Isaiah said concerning the Lord Jesus, His name shall be called Wonderful. And the reason He is wonderful is because of the noun that follows this adjective, Counselor. Christ as the wonder of a counselor means that his counsel and comfort would transcend human wisdom and words. Christ would bring the hopeful message of God into reality by providing the way of salvation and eternal life. And this in turn brings comfort and hope and a solution to life's ultimate problem to a world that needs it desperately. That is why he is a wonderful counselor. You know, we expect counselors to really listen and care. And yet, oftentimes, the world is not really listening. No one seems to care. One man said to his friend one day, My wife talks to herself a lot. His friend answered, Mine does too, but she doesn't know it. She thinks I'm listening. My friends, the wonderful counselor that is Jesus hears every one of our prayers and petitions, even the most seemingly insignificant. Every time we talk to God, He listens, cares, and is genuinely interested. He listens intently when a young child earnestly prays for a paper cut on her pinky. He's listening when a teen prays for help to pass an exam. He cares when a young adult prays for his broken heart in a relationship. He knows when an adult prays for provision and when a senior prays for his or her aching body. He fully understands what we're going through. He listens. He cares. He is our wonderful counselor. But some may ask, how can Jesus be so great a counselor and comforter when He's God and really doesn't know our pains and suffering? 
Well, He can, because on that first Christmas, God Himself came personally to earth and took on human form. He came as a babe of Bethlehem to live the human experience from baby to adulthood so that He can personally say, I know what you're going through. That's what the writer of Hebrews says in Hebrews chapter 2, verse 18. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 18. For in that He Himself has suffered, being tempted, He is able to aid those who are tempted. My friends, God wanted to be with us, to walk among mankind, to know the hurts and suffering we endure. And many times, that's all we need, someone to be there, to sympathize and empathize with us. In fact, they don't have to say anything. Their understanding and presence is comfort enough. In the life and ministry of Jesus, we see that His disciples and friends simply wanted Him to be with them, not necessarily to say anything, just to be with them in the boat, in their towns, in their lives. And this is why Jesus came to earth, to show that God is a very present counselor who is always available. I'm reminded of this story of a little girl who came home from a neighbor's house where her little friend had just died. Why did you go, questioned her father. To comfort her mother, said the child. What could you do to comfort her, the father said. The child replied, I climbed into her lap and cried with her. My friends, the wonderful counselor Jesus is with us. He stands with us. He journeys with us. He cries with us, empathizes with us, knows what we're going through, helps us, and understands us. Is there really any better counselor? The best gift indeed is someone who's always listening and understands our pains. Charles Stanley tells the story of a farmer that had some puppies he needed to sell. He painted a sign to advertise the pups and put the signs around the neighborhood. One little boy saw the sign and went to the house and rang the doorbell. When the farmer answered, the boy said, Mister, I want to buy one of your puppies. The farmer led the boy to the backyard where he saw four little balls of fur running around. The little boy's eyes danced with delight as he saw the little puppies. But the little boy noticed something stirring inside the doghouse. Slowly, another little ball appeared this one noticeably smaller. As it walked, there was something awkward about it as it hobbled towards the others, doing its best to catch up. This puppy clearly had a limp. The little boy told the farmer, I want that one, pointing to the limping puppy. The farmer knelt down at the boy's side and said, Son, you don't want that puppy. He will never be able to run and play with you like these other dogs would. With that, the little boy stepped back from the farmer, reached down, and rolled up one leg of his trousers. In doing so, he revealed a steel brace running down both sides of his leg, attaching itself to a specially made shoe. Looking back at the man, he said, You see, sir, I don't run well myself, and this puppy will need someone who understands. My friends, this is why God Himself came down as man so that He can truly understand our needs. His name shall be called Emmanuel, meaning God with us. He is indeed our wonderful counselor. So if you have any needs or a need of comfort, turn to our Savior, for He is the mighty counselor, 
the wonderful counselor ready to listen and help. I read again the second part of Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. And his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. The second characteristic of the Christ child that makes him the perfect gift for all people of all ages is that Jesus is the mighty God, the mighty God, or literally, God who is mighty. Jesus is not simply a godlike person or a person with supernatural powers. He is the one true God Himself and would possess all the powers of God. It is a wonderful and beautiful thing to know that Jesus is God Himself because if we want to see God, the Scriptures tell us that we can look to Christ who is fully God. You know, many people say, how can I worship a God I cannot see? How can I love a God I really don't understand? How do I know if God really loves and cares for me? Well, for those of us who want to see God and understand Him, then we just look to the person of Jesus Christ and you will see and know the mighty God. I remember the story of a group of first graders who decided to produce their very own Christmas program. They produced their own updated nativity story. All the major characters were there, Joseph, the shepherds, the angels, the wise men from afar. But where was Mary? Shortly after the production began, there was heard from behind some bales of straw, moaning and groaning. Mary was in labor. And then a doctor with a white coat and a black bag was then ushered onto the stage and disappeared with Joseph behind the bales of straw. After a few moments, the doctor emerged from behind the bales of straw with a jubilant smile on his face. And holding a baby in his arm, he then announced to the audience, It's a God. It's a God. My friends, the first graders are right on point. In Christmas, not only has a son been born, but God incarnate has been born. Let that sink in, that God would be born as a babe, yet He never stopped becoming God. He is the mighty God as the prophet declared. You know, the word mighty God is also used in Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 17, when Moses was describing Yahweh to the people of Israel. Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 17. For the Lord your God is God of gods and Lord of lords, the great God, mighty and awesome, who shows no partiality nor takes a bribe. So mighty and powerful is God that He doesn't need to side with anyone because He is on the top. You know, often people side with a person or a leader or identify with a powerful country or army to show themselves powerful. But since God is on the top, He doesn't have to side with anyone. Since He's all-powerful, He doesn't need to side with anyone. People need to side with Him. He cannot be bought. He cannot be bribed. What a message of comfort to people in Isaiah's time where they were under the threat of foreign oppressors. What a message of hope for the people living in Palestine during the Roman occupation in the first century, the time of the first advent. And even in our time today, what a message of hope and comfort when rampant corruption is prevalent, that the mighty God cannot be manipulated or bought. He does what is right according to His own sovereign will, and He's not on anyone's side but His own. You know, mighty is a translation of the Hebrew word gibor, which is defined as strength, power, hero, warrior. So Jesus is 
El Gibor, the God of strength, the all-powerful one, our hero and deliverer, our warrior who fights and defeats our enemies for us. That's why it was the perfect gift for the Jewish people under foreign oppressors and occupiers much larger than them. They were expecting the Messiah to come who would be a mighty God to overcome the oppression they were under. And today, when we feel powerless to fight the injustices of our lives, know that Jesus, the mighty God, has come and He will vindicate and right the wrongs and fight for us. Jesus is the mighty God, the Lord over the natural realm. He is the Lord over the spiritual realm. He is Lord over the physical realm, and He is Lord over the eternal realm. But how does this look like in real life today? Pastor Chip Ingram shares the story from the 2004 deadly tsunami that devastated parts of Asia. At that time, he says, I had the privilege of leading Walk to the Bible, and I arrived in India six days after the tsunami. It was chaos everywhere, and we did ministry in Indonesia and India. I still remember getting in the cab, and the guy happened to be a Muslim. He just asked me, who is your God? I said, why? Because ours aren't working right now. If you've got a good God that has more power, call on Him. Ours aren't working. Well, we were doing a bunch of training with about 200 of our leaders from all over India and parts of Indonesia. They came together for training, and we had a time of sharing some testimonies. During the testimony time, a guy from near Sri Lanka said, we experienced God's hand like I've never seen it. I was at a village and the church is near the village. And we saw this huge wave in the distance. And there was no hope to outrun the tsunami. We just prayed and we asked God to spare us. And you won't believe it. But we watched the wall of water come and just simply go around our village, sparing us. Chip continues, Now this is one of those stories where you have to see it to believe it, right? You mean to say the God that created the world could never violate what we would call the laws of physics for His glory and His purposes? Of course He can. Does He do it very often? No. It would be miraculous if He did. And then, if you're going to ask me, well, why didn't He do it for the other villages? I don't know. When you get your universe, you get to make the rules. But this is God's universe, and He has purposes and knowledge beyond our comprehension that I don't understand. But I will tell you that God, on occasion, will supernaturally intervene. He can change weather. He can change anything. He is the mighty God. My friends, as the mighty God, if any one of us are scared or afraid, we need not be. For unto you a child is born, and he will be called the mighty God. He can do the impossible. His virgin birth proves He is the mighty God. This Christmas, you and I have the perfect gift of a real, living, all-powerful champion warrior who protects and fights for us in the person of Jesus Christ. I read again the second half of Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. And His name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. The third characteristic of the Christ child that makes him the perfect gift for all people of all ages is that Jesus is the everlasting Father, the everlasting Father, or literally, Father of eternity. 
with this title, we know that Jesus is timeless, meaning He had no beginning and always existed in eternity past. Essentially, He is the Messiah that is eternally a Father to His people, guarding, supplying, and caring for their needs. My friends, for those of you who have lost a parent or parents, you can understand the great loss of not having your parents around. But our encouragement is that our Father of eternity, Jesus Christ, will never leave us nor abandon us. Even His death did not separate us from Him, but instead gave us eternal life to be with Him eternally. And yet this characteristic of Jesus can be hard to comprehend and accept. Summershore's experience may be similar to ours regarding this, but perhaps her understanding may help us. She writes, When I was little, I tried to imagine what our Heavenly Father looked like. I remembered our family prayers and that God is our Heavenly Father, but I couldn't picture what that looked like exactly. He seemed so ethereal and intangible, so naturally I imagined my dad. He's a good dad, much like I would expect God to be. So my picture of God looked like a gentle and kind Latino man who makes the best pancakes and does great Monty Python impressions. As I grew up, I learned about Jesus, but I honestly never thought of Him as a father type, a friend, comforter, wise person, and sacrificially loving to the point of giving His own life for mine. But father never really occurred to me. So when I first heard the names given to Jesus in Isaiah chapter 9, of wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, prince of peace, I struggled to connect a bit with the title of everlasting father. I just had never related to Jesus that way. The more I studied the Bible, the more I began to understand that Jesus is a complete reflection of God's character and nature. He is Emmanuel, God with us, God in flesh, come to earth to reveal His character and nature to us. He can relate to all of our feelings, emotions, troubles, and joys that we live daily. He has both an earthly perspective and an eternal one, making Him the perfect everlasting Father. He can both relate to and guide us, empathize with us, and care for us. Jesus also reflects God the Father in how He relates to everyone around Him. The way He interacts and cares for people perfectly mirrors the love of the Father. He is compassionate, showing mercy and tenderness. He calls the little children to Him and nurtures their faith. He holds us accountable and spurs us on to live a life that is right with God the way a good father does. Jesus sits with us when we are hurting and cares for us in our time of need. He encourages us to step out in faith, yet it's there when we need rescuing. He loves us so much that when we were still sinners, He took our place on the cross, redeeming us and saving us from death. Then He conquered death so that we will never be separated from Him again. Jesus is indeed our everlasting Father. Also, another aspect of the word Father carries the meaning of originator or source. And so, in a sense, Christ is the source of eternity, which means if you want anything eternal, the only source you can get it from is from Jesus Christ, for He is the Father of eternity. Many have tried to search for the eternal fountain of youth or the elixir that promises eternal life. Many try on beauty products that tries to make them look younger because no one wants to look older and come face to face with the realities of our own mortality. 
Well, there is now no longer a need for you to continue your search for eternal youth or eternal life. For in the Christ child, you can find the source of eternity, which God provides through the death of His own Son, Jesus Christ, that whoever believes in Him shall have eternal life. It is as simple as that. Jesus Christ is the perfect gift for all people because everyone needs a Savior. We cannot save ourselves even through our own good works. So it doesn't matter what physical things we get as presents on Christmas because it doesn't deal with your biggest need and my biggest need, the need for salvation. For example, if you know you will die by the end of the year on December the 31st because of a health issue, it probably wouldn't matter to you if you received a new car or a new house or a new iPhone for Christmas. You would have less than a week to enjoy those things. Ask any terminally sick person what he or she would want in life or would want for Christmas, and they would probably tell you just a few more great days to enjoy this life. So a great gift is if you find out you will live past the end of the year. But the best and perfect of gifts is if you find out you will live forever. My friends, that perfect gift is available to you and me today. Jesus is the gift from God that is our source of eternity, and in Him we can find eternal life. If we trust that Jesus died for our sins and that by believing in Him, we have eternal life. It is as simple as that, to receive God's free gift of salvation, the best and perfect of gifts. Thinking of the fullness and duration of His wonderful life, W.B. Hinson a great preacher of a past generation, spoke from his own experience just before he died. He said, I remember a year ago when a doctor told me, you have an illness from which you won't recover. I walked out to where I live five miles from Portland, Oregon, and I looked across at that mountain that I love. I looked at the river in which I rejoice, and I looked at the stately trees that are always God's own poetry to my soul. Then in the evening, I looked up into the great sky where God was lighting His lamps with His stars, and I said, I may not see you many more times, but mountain, I shall be alive when you are gone, and river, I shall be alive when you cease running toward the sea, and stars, I shall be alive when you have fallen from your roots in the great downpulling of the material universe. My friends, The everlasting Father gives us immortality, salvation, and eternal life. That is the perfect gift for dying people destined for hell. I now read again the second half of Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. And His name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. The fourth characteristic of the Christ child that makes Him the perfect gift for all people of all ages is that Jesus is the Prince of Peace, the Prince of Peace. Only in Christ do we find true peace. The world is searching for peace amidst the chaos of this world, and you and I are searching for peace in our hearts amidst life's difficult circumstances. I think most of us know what it is like to worry and not to have peace, because in this sinful world, we will never have problem-free lives. So in the absence of a problem-free life, We worry and therefore do not have peace. We look at a sleeping baby and wish we were like babies that have such peaceful sleep. 
Recently, I went to the mall to meet with someone and had some free time before the meeting. I saw an Ogawa massage chair store. For those of you who don't know, Ogawa massage chairs are the top-of-the-line massage chairs from Japan, and they're very expensive. I've always wanted to try one, and they were offering free trials. So I went into the store, and I said, I would like to try your best massage chair. They let me try their top-of-the-line model, which was simply amazing. So amazing, in fact, that I fell asleep for about 15 minutes. When I woke up, they asked me, how was the experience? And I said, it was wonderful. But out of curiosity, I asked them how much the chair was. And they said it would cost more than 500,000 pesos, more than half a million pesos. But it's on sale, and you can pay in installments. I said, thanks, but that chair is out of my price range. I thought to myself, half a million pesos for 15 minutes of peaceful sleep. Way too expensive for me, but apparently they sell a lot of that model. What people are willing to pay just to have a few minutes of peace. Think about how priceless having a peaceful, settled life must be. And yet the wonderful thing is that Jesus Christ, the perfect gift at Christmas, offers true peace through His redemption and care for us for free. When Jesus came as the Christ child, not to live, but to die in our place, He brought peace between God and man, and between mankind through His love, forgiveness, and the security of our eternal future. In fact, it should bring peace to our lives when we accept that whatever life situation we're in, we can rest well knowing that Christ is with us, journeying with us, and guiding and protecting us. And knowing that in spite of life's unpredictability, God is with us, so all is well. Truly, Jesus is the Prince of Peace. I'm reminded of a true story of a family who owned land in Texas but did not find oil in their property. All their surrounding neighbors found oil in their land and became very wealthy. A few years later, famed pastor W.A. Criswell, whom I met personally, ran into the father of that family. He was smiling from ear to ear. Dr. Criswell assumed they had finally found oil on his property. Quite the contrary, the man replied. They never found any oil, and I'm glad of it. This certainly took the pastor by surprise. The strangest thing happened, he continued. All our neighbors moved to the city and bought expensive houses and new cars. They sent their kids to the finest schools. Most of them joined country clubs. But before too long, their lifestyle began to take its toll. One by one, their marriages started breaking up. Their kids rebelled. We don't know of any that are still attending church on a regular basis. Pastor, God did us a big favor by not putting any oil on our land. We're all still together and love each other like never before. We thank Him every day for giving us what is important and protecting us from the things that aren't. My friends, that also is peace, not from the fact that there is no war or conflict, but the peace and assurance that God is sovereignly in control for our best. That is true peace, the peace that passes all understanding. The Prince of Peace brings satisfaction and settlement to our hearts by assuring us that all will be well, not necessarily giving us the gift of problems solved now. Long ago, a man sought the perfect picture of peace. 
Not finding one that's satisfied, he announced a contest to produce this masterpiece. The challenge stirred the imaginations of artists everywhere, and paintings arrived from far and wide. Finally, two paintings remained veiled as finalists. As a judge pulled the cover from one painting, a hush fell over the crowd. It was a painting of a mirror-smooth lake which reflected lacy green birches under the soft blush of the evening sky. Along the grassy shore, a flock of sheep grazed undisturbed. Surely this was the winner. What a picture of peace. The man who initiated the contest uncovered the second painting himself, and the crowd gasped in surprise. Could this be peace? It was a painting of a tumultuous waterfall cascading down a rocky precipice. The crowd could almost feel its cold, penetrating spray. Stormy gray clouds threatened to explode with lightning, wind, and rain. In the midst of the thundering noises and bitter chill, a spindly tree clung to the rocks at the edge of the falls. One of its branches reached out in front of the torrential waters as if foolishly seeking to experience its full power. A little bird had built a nest in the elbow of that branch. Content and undisturbed in her stormy surroundings, she rested on her eggs. With her eyes closed and her wings ready to cover her little ones, she manifested peace that transcends all earthly turmoil. This painting won. This is the true picture of peace. My friends, Jesus, the Christ child born on Christmas, gives us this peace amidst life's storms. When we know that our eternal destination is certain and our salvation is sure, that we can have peace regardless of any circumstances. That's why Jesus is the perfect gift for all people. He provides the lasting peace we all want in this mixed-up, crazy world. What a wonderful promise of a perfect gift in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Today, since Jesus Christ has already been born in Bethlehem, the logical and natural response to the availability of the perfect gift is to open it, use it, and treasure it. Remember, my friends, Jesus is the perfect gift because He is the wonderful Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. What more can you ask for in a gift for yourself and for others this Christmas? Jesus Christ is the perfect gift. Let us receive Him, thank and worship God for Him, and share this free gift with all the world. May God bless you this Christmas. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the free gift of your Son, Jesus Christ. He is the perfect gift, our Savior and our Lord, the wonderful Counselor, the mighty God, the everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. For any of us who are still looking for the temporary gifts of this world to try to satisfy our hearts, may we look to you, the perfect gift, to satisfy all of our wants and our needs. Because in you, there's hope, love, joy, and peace amidst whatever life circumstances and challenges we go through. Heavenly Father, during this Christmas time, may we remember to draw closer to you 
and be sure to share this wonderful gift of your salvific plan to all those who don't know it. We love you, Lord, and we thank you for what you did at that first Christmas. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.